Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Uh, U.S. Holiday Day, kicking off summer officially. And for those of you down under, we getting your jackets out, aren't you? Hey, I've got something that is pretty cool. I'm excited about this podcast, so let's just jump in. I found something. You know, yesterday I was contemplating what to talk about today because there's not much going on. We have about a week and a half of pretty quiet around here. The big one will be Thursday when Mercury moves out of its home sign, Gemini, into Cancer. We'll talk about that later in the week. Other than that, literally, there's n- there are no other planetary involvements. <laughs> We're following the moon. We've been to this point a couple of times in the past, and I think it's just like the sky is giving us a collective sigh of relief. Pause. So we'll take it. The next energy really shifts to a couple of things. So the sun is now at four degrees Gemini. Picture this in your mind. The sun is at four degrees. Venus is at 18 degrees, but is moving backwards toward the sun. When they get to about 11 or 12 degrees, they are going to throw a square to Mars in Pisces. And that's kind of where the next action phase begins. That's not for another 10 or 12, 14 days. So we have this little quiet period. Then we start to see some other aspects because Mars is in this position where it's square to the Sun-Venus. That Sun-Venus conjunction is going to be significant. And it also throws some aspects back up to Capricorn. So we've got Pluto and Saturn and Jupiter in there as well. So that's what's coming. But that's like watching a thunderstorm uh, forming, you know, or or a line of showers forming two states away, saying, "Well, it's going to come," but you know, you just don't till it gets there. Okay, I, here's what I found that's cool, and this is something that just is one of those. Whenever you're looking at an astrological chart and you see what I like to call little exclamation marks scattered around the chart, so this is like when you're going down a particular thought that you see from one aspect or alignment in the chart, and then you start to see that in another place and another place and another place. And it's like, oh, yes, this theme, absolutely. And the chart is just showing you, yes, this is the theme. Boom, here it is again. Boom, here it is again. So that's the idea of this. All right, what has been our big, big play since last year? The focus was on Capricorn, particularly two planets, Saturn and Pluto. We collectively together, us here, started talking about that last fall. We did a little local get-together of listeners of this podcast and a few friends in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and got together on the morning of January 12th and uh, sat at a little uh, deli patio thing of a grocery store and uh, watched Saturn and Pluto on the computer screen conjoin uh, about 9 o'clock in the morning for four hours. Had no idea that this would be the impact, but knew something was up, you know, enough to get together and say, hey, let's uh, let's have a little, you know, morning, Sunday morning coffee party about it, <laughs> at least to get together and chat and take a look at it. And people of like mind who were aware that Saturn and Pluto was a big deal. Well, there's been another thematic big deal going on simultaneously. We've talked about it here several times. That is Neptune in Pisces. 
Now, I didn't start this podcast but about a year ago, so Neptune and Pisces was already firmly in place. It began in 2011. Now, since Neptune is the second longest transit to Pluto, it takes about 15 years to go, 14, 15 years to go through a sign. So this goes all the way through until January 26, 2026, noon Eastern time, if you want to go ahead and just mark it on your calendar now. So as I reflect back to 2012, basically 2011, 2012, you remember all the 2012 stuff? Ooh, there's an interesting article in Wikipedia. I didn't have time to read it all this morning before coming in here to record this, but I'll put it in the show notes if you're interested. It's a 2012 phenomenon article in Wikipedia, and it goes through a lot of the, uh, the Mayan predictions and also what didn't develop and what else was in the space around 2012. So you remember back then, I mean, there were all these doomsday Mayan prophecies, and basically what they're saying now is, no, that wasn't really what it was, but there was this focus on this end of an era. Now, when Neptune moves into Pisces, you've got an interesting paradox going on, because both the sign and the planet, and they are not simultaneous, don't ever say like Neptune and Pisces. That's one thing I've learned from narrating these audiobooks for Steve Forrest, is you don't broadly brushstroke the sign and the planet together. They are uniquely different, and they are uniquely similar. But this one big paradox that I'll focus on is intuition. So when you think of a Piscean, you think of somebody that is highly intuitive. You think of Neptunian characteristics that brings intuition to the table, spirituality for sure. And also, both sign and planet have this element of fog confusion, delusion. I've been doing a ton of studying on this. I mean, in-depth reading on this lately because I'm, you know, always just love understanding new nuances in my own chart. And I was born in the sign under the sign Scorpio, but my sun and Neptune and Mars are all conjunct at the same degree. So part of what I'm dissecting and understanding in myself is the water of Scorpio and the water of Neptune combined with the fire of Mars and the fire of Sun, and how does all that fit? It's a complicated, it's a very complicated stellium, full of contrast, and so has been my life. <laughs> so it's like, that's why I got into this game. It's like the ultimate perfect picture to understand yourself. So when Neptune entered Pisces about eight years ago, it stepped in to this prediction, or this energy at least in the air, that we were coming to the close of an era. Now, I think when you're dealing with a slow-moving planet like that, that you have to give it some time to get acclimated to the new sign. We are certainly there now because Neptune is at 20 degrees. But what it started doing was a couple of things. First of all, it kind of unleashed this spiritual attunement you know, over the last 10 years, think about it, yoga is a lot more popular than it used to be. I think there is a very clear and documentable by the researchers, the pollsters, have said that there's definitely this move from religion to spirituality. You know, it's like uh, when you say I'm spiritual, not religious, that's of the last 10 or 12 years. In other words, it's a more authentic Neptune in Pisces, really bringing that to light. You can be purely spiritual 
and not be religious. And that's okay. That's part of the paradox. It's the mask taken off. What about the mask being put on? Ah, lies and deception. Now, I don't go political on this show because Republicans have charts, Democrats have charts, Independents have charts, Libertarians have charts, and we all live under the same planetary energy. We wake up in the morning and that chart is the same for each of us. But when we talk about the term fake news, when did that come up? Certainly within this transit. Actually, my degree in school involved broadcast and journalism, and that profession is almost gone. Seen basically the destruction of what I studied in college evaporate. Certainly become much less diminished than it was a bunch of years ago when I, when I was there. So you could ask, do we trust our government? Any of it, any side of it, do we trust it? You know, a lot of people would say, heck no. Do we trust corporations? Do we trust big corporations? No. Do we kind of feel sometimes like we're going to wake up and this big bad dream is just going to be over and it's going to be okay? And that, too, is Neptune in Pisces. Now, I'm just realizing the clock on the wall, and I do keep these short, so my apologies for running a little bit over here. So let's do this. Cliffhanger! (laughs) Because we're going to come back tomorrow and tie this together to Pluto and Saturn in Capricorn. And there is an amazing link. So that exclamation mark, that punctuation mark that I was talking about earlier, we will reveal that tomorrow. Gotta come back, gang. All right, because this is really a big deal. It ties coronavirus together to this spirituality, to higher consciousness, to what might be ahead. And then I'll take a look at Neptune and Aries. Ooh. All right, have a good one. Sorry for this going long, but it's so cool.